For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Hope Perry. You're listening to Daybreak. Today, we're covering Princeton's new COVID-19 gathering policies and the possibly imminent return of eating club gatherings. It's Wednesday, February 9th. Yesterday, a campus message was sent out to the university community updating COVID-19 protocols on campus. The changes followed a recent shift from high campus risk on the university COVID-19 dashboard to the moderate to high standard. Many of these updates are reversals of policies put in place on November 27th during the initial Omicron surge. Effective yesterday, students with up-to-date vaccinations, including the booster dose for those eligible, will now only have to test once per week, compared to the previous requirement of twice weekly regardless of vaccination status. Student athletes and performers will have to continue to submit saliva tests twice a week. Additionally, the visitor policy was loosened, no longer limiting visitors to those who are, quote, essential. For students hoping to return to the street, the loosening of gathering restrictions might mean that eating clubs will return for large gatherings and parties sooner rather than later. Now, gatherings can include food along with the previous lift expanding gathering capacities. Inner Club Council President Skylar Keene, class of 2022, expressed that these changes look promising. In a comment to the Prince, she stated that, quote, we're looking at the university's updated guidelines and working toward bringing the street back to as normal as possible within their parameters. In Canada's capital, a group of truckers protesting vaccine mandates have stalled border crossings and city life for almost two weeks by parking vehicles around the city. About 24 people have been arrested and almost 80 criminal investigations have been opened in relation to the blockade. Ottawa is under a state of emergency as there are more than 400 trucks parked around downtown, bringing the city to a grinding halt. Last week, Prime Minister Trudeau criticized the truckers, saying, quote, there is no place in our country for threats, violence, or hatred. There's a significant presence of hardline far-right actors, including people espousing extremely racist, anti-Semitic, Islamophobic, and anti-government views, some even advocating for civil war and violence. Across the world in Beijing, the world's leading athletes are competing in this year's Winter Olympics. Kim Newell, class of 2016, who currently plays hockey professionally in the Continental Hockey League, represented China in the sport. It was Newell's first time competing in the Games, and she showed up in a big way for her country, placing third among goaltenders in the competition with a 95.51 save percentage. Newell is from Vancouver, BC, but represents her mother's home country of China in international competition. China went 2-2 two two in the Olympics, with one win coming in a shootout against Japan, where Newell prevented all five Japanese shootout participants from scoring en route to the victory. Unfortunately, Newell and China fell just short of qualifying for the quarterfinals, meaning her Olympic Games are over. Keep an eye on Claire Thompson, class of 2020, and Sarah Fillier, class of 2024, though, as they continue representing the undefeated Canadian women's hockey team at the Games. Today, expect sunny skies with a high of 50 degrees and a low of 32. That's all for Daybreak Today. Today's episode was written by Eden Tashoma, Wilson Kahn, and me, sound engineered by me, and produced under the 146 Managing Board of The Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horn, class of 2022. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Hope Perry. Have a lovely day.